Dance MMA and Beyond. Ray Longo, welcome back. Congratulations, uh, buddy. Man, good to be here. <laughs> is this thing on? It, <laughs> but, it uh, is on. Man, I tell you, I might be a little groggy tonight, but I'm sure the adrenaline is going to carry me through this show, man, because I couldn't be happier. And what a performance by Ally Aquinta. I mean, have to love the guy. Always brings it. Shows up. Main events it every time he's in there. I'm glad he got that platform. I'm glad you mentioned that it was the second highest Fox show. Is that something like that? It, it, it was in the the highest Fox show in over two years. It averaged, these are the early numbers, it averaged just over uh, 2.1 million viewers. Beautiful. So that's really good news. So a lot of eyeballs were on Al. I think he deserves it, and uh, man, what a what a great fight, and what a great platform for everybody. You saw it coming. You saw it coming in his training. Yeah. You you were you were hoping and praying he makes it through. Yeah, which uh, is healthy. always right up until right up until the fight, basically. And he didn't. But you were you were saying to anyone who would ask whether it was Anakin Florian or any other interviews you would do, you were saying this guy is ready, and you guys are going to see the ally Quinta we see. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, look. It's always hard to talk because a lot of times when I say that, I might be three weeks out, and believe it or not, in three weeks, a lot could happen, man. And then a guy tweaks his wrist, something happens, and you're like, yeah, and you can't say nothing. So you got to keep going on with the narrative, right? <laughs> you know. But this time, man, everything worked out good. His training was point on. Uh, you know, Al really wants to, he, he would do three a days and just kill himself. But I think he. You know, he learned how to pace a little bit different, switch a couple of things around, learn when he was, you know, because his body's still a little beat up, uh, learn how to take time off, go into each training session really, really healthy. And I think that was the difference in the fight. And plus, I think he has Kevin Lee's number. I think he has in his head that guy's never beaten him. And sometimes that happens between two guys. And, you know, um, I, I think Kevin Lee's his own worst enemy. And, you know, guys like that normally beat themselves. You don't even have to beat them, you know. I, you know, I agree. And I think that what you just said, I think he has Kevin Lee's number. I, I, I want to say, based on listening to, to Al speak, and some, one of the interviews, I actually retweeted it that, because he, he lets in on kind of like a an insight that maybe I don't see in the cage, of uh, just two primates, something they sniff out of each other. Without a doubt. And where, that always happens. Where it happens just, on the street all the time. And he just sees it like, no, this yeah. guy. And Al says it confidently. And not like he's talking crap, but uh, confidently, this guy won't ever beat me. Yeah. He, he, there's something he smells. And, and Al made the, the point of, of well, yeah, if I'm in Khabib, uh, something was off with Khabib. If I'm with this guy, something's off the, with this guy. And Al's saying, no, I'm that's me. Yeah, He's exactly. the common denominator. Exactly. You can make them Superman all you want. I'm always going to be the kryptonite. There's something in there that he's that he's sensing in this. And I think he's really coming into his own with his mindset for real. Yeah, There's amazing. no question. And and with Kevin Lee, and I mean, look, he's he's got a good camp. Those guys are all good guys. But there's something off with this guy. Even the thing with you know, I fought him on three weeks' notice, and Al saying we signed a bout agreement two months before. I mean. I think he believe. I think somebody must have told him that. And I, think, I'm, I can't figure him out, but there's a delusion in there somewhere. Well, like I've seen like this a million times. He thinks times. he won the fight. Like even if the judges fucked that whole thing up and he won the fight, does he really believe he won that goddamn fight? Some delusions are very persistent, and you, you, know? and you see that at top levels sometimes. And and you know it's it's tough to explain it to or fix a a bucket that's leaking from the inside. That's just the way that that. Yeah, that it's that crazy. Is. And so that I, might be his his notch. You know, things yeah. y, y, things at, at high speeds is where you see where the where the slight imperfections yeah. might cause limitation, and that might be it. Yeah. He might get to that level every time, but that yeah, mindset is where I don't it stops. See it as like I really see it as I think he believes it. Like I, there's something. Look, I, I honestly, I actually knew he was winning the fight when he said that thing with the three weeks in the first fight. I I knew when Al said the bout agreements were signed two months before I got he's winning the fight. I mean, because this guy's nuts. He, there's something wrong with him. You know what I mean? Like he called Al a stepping stone. Like every yeah, like, every uh, flag was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For um, that, you know, and you don't want to. And that's why I say when he says he's embarrassed, is he embarrassed because he didn't win, or is he embarrassed because he talked a lot of shit and he didn't back it up? Like I, I don't know. He doesn't seem like a bad dude, but no. there's something. 
there's something he has to correct because I think he's a young guy. He's super strong. He's definitely talented, but I think he's going to hold himself back. I really do. It seems that's what I'm I'm feeling like. Again, you know, guys like that beat themselves. You know, there's always a say. I think when you make those guys look bad, they they crumble. And, and it's you true. Know. And it might be have to do with this environment, the people around him. No one, you know, sometimes somebody's. You have to have people around you who will tell you the baby's ugly, man. Like sometimes <laughs> you you just have. What's to have the baby's them. name? Hi, <laughs> hi, Junior. <laughs> well, it also becomes a confidence issue if you're not if you're not confident in yourself enough. You you project as overconfident, and you know. He, Kevin's kind of pot committed in some ways in this stuff. He's he's saying all these things. He's doing this. He's doing that. He's going to keep going with it. He can't. When's the last time you saw a fighter oh, yeah, before maybe a fight go? Yeah. yeah, you know, I think I'm going to get my ass kicked this week. Like it just right. doesn't happen, yeah, you know. Yeah. Right. So right. You, you may not believe in yourself, but you're just going to keep going. And maybe there's a slight crack in your confidence about something. Maybe you know you've got a you didn't train as hard. You don't have the cardio that you're expecting. That's a good point. You know, you might you it's not. Every fighter goes into a fight yeah. with something hurting, right? Yeah, I mean, so you just try to, just try to over. But, game, but I, but listen, it, it's not only him. I mean, like when no, I thought that fight was going to be close to even when those odds came out, and thank God they did because everybody won a lot of money. But when they came out, I was a he's a, was a huge underdog going into that. Based on what? Like, it, what, I, am I like, like I, I said in like one of the interviews that day. Am I the only guy seeing what I saw with Khabib? This is a kid that, uh, unless they think we're bullshitting and he trained for Khabib, that guy's killing everybody. This guy went five rounds with him, and I don't care if those scores were lopsided or not. At any given point in time, that fight could have changed. Sure. You know what I mean? And like Al said it, they'd still be fighting today. Not one of those guys was going to stop fighting. The, I mean, right. they just ran out of time. It was that's a fact, man. It's so, a fact, and Khabib recognized yeah, it. Yeah, and he's Khabib, that's why I, I like Khabib. Occasions. He's an awesome dude. He even dude. tweeted after Al's yeah. fight. Uh, he even tweeted something but, after Al's but fight. But I'm like, why fight. would you make this guy the underdog based on what? I mean, I don't, I don't know. It was weird. That somebody was like his reach, and I'm his reach. He's not. I've never seen a fight where this it, guy used his reach like kept somebody at bay and was punching him with the jab. I mean, like I was hearing this fucking garbage. I'm like. I fucking Al's gonna. I, I, he's just gonna. He's gonna do exactly what I thought he was gonna do. That was almost like a, a sparring session for him. He he, he said it himself. He was talking uh, afterwards uh, about uh, his training and and his incorporating visualization and and that kind of stuff. Uh, again, more emotional maturity you hear yeah. from Al Quinta, where he says, you know, I wasn't so worried about what he was saying. I was focused on myself, focused on bettering myself. He said, as far as visualization, this is exactly how I saw it. And he kind of shrugged his shoulders and he said, you know, I saw this exact fight last night, he, yeah. you know, visualizing it uh, tremendous. And I think that he wasn't surprised. And I think yeah. that at the end of the fight, oh, that was, come on, that was, that's got to uh, be that every Holly, movie you've that ever had seen. That Hollywood yeah. written all over. But talk about a study in mindset. You know, at the end, it was, I mean, how bad was that? He just walked him down with his hands down around the ring. That's what I'm saying. Have you come out of that fight? thinking that you you won that fight. I mean, especially with the last two minutes going the way they did, and then walked at him with his hands down, made him miss, got in his face. But, I mean, he hit him with some big shots, man. The head kicks, the, the overhand rights, the body shots, the spin elbow. I mean... I, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I, I saw maybe I could understand how the cards were kind of close, except I, I did think the guy who scored a 49-46. Look, MMA Junkie had it like 49-45 uh, because they gave the last round a 10-8 round. And I'm not agreeing with that, but that's how dominant I think it looked. You had a guy stalking right. his prey patiently. And if he would have, you know... And he was recovering, Kevin Lee. So Al said, "Look, you know, if I and Al's a finisher, but I tell you, he kept his patience. He picked those shots. He walked that guy down, and like where the ten eight to me comes from, it's just total octagon control. And who looked like they were the dominant guy in there? He, he, uh, Kevin mean, Lee was literally running from. Yeah, him. I mean, uh, and confused, <laughs> literally running from. So, him. He didn't know. know what to do. He, he he bailed on. Uh, he he started uh, one way, and there was a point early in the first round where Al caught him with the left hook, and he switched stances and everything. He 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 bailed at that point and slowly started uh, to look for what I'm going to say when this is done. And I think that 
I think that uh, the reason why Kevin Lee in some ways was so heartbroken, right, is that you do have to come to a realization that there are there are some people who might have your number and maybe maybe, that's you, it, maybe yeah. you're good enough to be I, I you know, I, I I'm thinking of Chael Sonnen after after the Holloway Ortega fight. He said, This makes you wonder just how good is Conor McGregor? Well, after this fight, you do have to wonder, wait a second, with all these common denominators being Ally, just how good is Ally Quinta? Maybe there is something to give him a full training camp and let him back in there with Khabib. There, I don't think he's ever disappointed once in the in, in the spotlight. Not even in Never, that fight. Ever, yeah. That that fight, the 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 story the next week was the next several days was how tough is Ally Aquinta. Yeah, Give right. him an entire training camp, and and you'll see. And there were guys that turned that fight down. Of course, you know. I mean, because they're rationalizing that I only trained three rounds. I didn't do this. I didn't do that. This guy didn't give a fuck. He was right in there. You know what I mean? And like like again, I think the most telling thing he said was neither of those. And he and he's not saying I wouldn't have stopped. He's saying neither of us. So he respects Khabib yeah, enough to sure. go, we're not stopping. This is who we are. Again, we're fighting until we're dead, That period. same primate thing, they sniffed, and <laughs> they yeah, sniffed oh, each no other. There's no question they, about it. They recognize each other as, as fellow uh, animals. no question about that principle. Mark LaMonica, how'd you see it, buddy? And I, I, I was talking to Ray. When I watch these fights, I don't, I don't, sort of, I don't judge the rounds myself, so to speak. I, I kind of try to figure out how I think the judges are looking at it. And I thought it was too. I'm like, I think these judges have a 2-2 going into the fifth. Yeah. Because my thinking is, and again, I'm trying to figure out, I'm trying to think what are the judges yeah. going to be doing. You see in rounds two and three, Kevin gets Al down. He's got the body lock on him, the body, you know, the body triangle. And he's, you know, and I'm watching this. And then Al in the second round gets up and starts doing what he did the whole rest of the fight. He's hitting bombs. And it becomes a question of, do you think, how many of those judges are going to see that and say he overcame what Kevin right. did enough of what Kevin did? And, you know, two judges didn't think so. One judge did, obviously. And it's uh, it's unique because I took a class a couple of years back. Uh, actually, Al was in the class with me. Oh, the uh, judging class. The judging yeah, class. Yeah. Oh, you was, took that. That's it was me, Al, uh, Big Dan was in there, and a few other bunch of other folks. And it was very eye opening to me. You know, you could stand right in front of a guy and, and think you're jabbing, think he's getting hit with a jab, but he's just backing his head up so that you don't, he doesn't get punched. Um, so what we see on television is we get the best possible angle there is for every play and every hit, every feint, everything. Judges don't see that. You know, they have a they have a monitor. If it's a UFC fight, they have a monitor in front of them they could watch. I never see anyone looking down, though. I always right. see a judge always looking up. <laughs> But that, so, that's that's what they're telling you. I'm saying you're at Octagon side. So you see when the jab lands. You, they, they, you're I not can. coming up with that. They're telling you is that's coming from them because they want an out. Well, no, I can. <laughs> you know, I can you they're can saying see, that. Listen, the TV. You can see an octagon. You can see yeah. a jab hit, but you can also listen. There's plenty of times where I've got, I got a cameraman's ass in front of me. Right. I got the I got the the uh, the jib cam guy swinging in right. front of me. Oh, got, oh, okay. You're saying so. I'm watching put, the no, screen. Oh, but you're saying you couldn't. Uh, physically see because there was a blockage not that it looks different being there and on both. tv both yeah i'm disagreeing with that both i mean i if you can see it on tv or or you're looking at it in the cage right from where they are you yeah, can see everything it man. really depends on your angle yeah, it, it, it depends yeah. on where that action is happening i'd have to see that i'd love i'd love to see it well, I, it it's very interesting to, yeah. to watch it uh, um, so you well you did watch things like that and you thought I thought I'm expecting it to be two two going into the fifth. Right, right. When, well, that, uh, I, that, that I get though. I get. Um, I do get that. Two two uh, going I'm, into the fifth. Yeah, and yeah. I think Al obviously, you know, I had it, I in had, the fifth without. I had a three one because I remember telling Al after the second round, that's the way to steal a round back, man. Right. You got up and you just chased that guy around. I I was convinced mm -hmm. he won that, and where I'm wrong on that is I was thinking, again, just you know, damage. You know, I wasn't thinking like, because normally I will go, listen, I have you winning the round, but I thought it was so dominant that last two or three minutes, two and a half minutes, two minutes, whatever it was, that it was clear. And that's a mistake I made because two guys didn't see it like that, you know. But what I don't like is that, you know, to me, Ferguson was a huge favorite. So if you're a judge, you're going into this thing knowing who the favorite is. 
And if you're pulling for Ver Ferguson, this is a perfect opportunity to go, you know what? I can at least back up my bullshit and go, well, he was on the floor. And that's what I don't like about it. It was, it was that tricky where, because I got to tell you, man, I'm not scoring that round for fucking, for, for uh, Lee. No, I looked at it again tonight. And But if I wanted to be a Lee fan, right. I could score it for him. And that stinks. That's not cool, man. It really isn't. It really isn't, you know, because one guy was clearly just stalking the other guy. A couple of bleeps and blips in there where the guy had his back, but Al never looked like he was panicking, nothing, always, you know, just defending. And I don't know. Well, how much is that worth? Well, you, you see it in some in the, in the differing headlines throughout the industry. You'll see one that says, you know, I Quinta dominates Lee for, you know, and then you'll see another one that says, "I edges quinted edges, yeah, edges, yeah. Lee, edges, you know." So out. it's it's. I mean, if that was an that if that was an edging out, that was an edging out on some sports <laughs> uh, decision. You know what I mean? Like not a if that's a fight you're looking at out on the street. One guy got his fucking ass beat. Period. <laughs> right. If you want to put rules in, like we have, it is a sport, and you want to squeak out something. By, one guy was getting his yeah, ass beat exactly. and literally well, running from the other without guy. Without a doubt. Right. You know, that's the way it gets tricky. You know, if we're talking about a fight. Nobody edged anybody out. I Quinta won that fight. You know, we're talking about manipulating the rules and, you know, I, but based on what? Like, again, not damage because he didn't do any damage down there. He did one time with a couple of punches, but not what he got back after that. Negated no, not at that. all. And even when he had Al's back, Al seemed really composed. He, I, it looked like he had worked that position a million times. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm telling you, if you're watching that out on the street, right, and two guys are rolling around for 25, who the hell looks like they're winning that fight to you? <laughs> right. I mean, you don't have to be a judge. You don't have to be anything. To, you could just, yeah. You, and, and just, see you just see it, even confidence-wise. I don't know. But I'm biased because it's my guy. A little bit. Doctor Sherry, you were in the audience. You were out the there. What was what was the feel? Uh, what the was the vibe in the audience? Yes. The vibe in the audience was fantastic. I, most of the people in the audience were Al fans, or at least where I was sitting. Um, and I think most people saw it the way um, you know you spoke about it, where uh, they thought it was probably even about two two based on on the groundwork. Um, I, I tend to agree. I mean, I I think that. Um, you know, when watching a fight, I watch it completely differently, even if I'm in the audience. So I'm always looking for potential injury and damage and who's mentally breaking, you know, and, and where that's going to go with them. And I felt that at the, you know, at the end of the second, that there was already cracks in, in the armor, pretty much, uh, despite what happened in the third, you know, with the back and forth. Um, but that was, t to me, the turning point. And from there on, I thought it was Al's fight, you know, pretty much. Now must have he, he must have felt that in there and he, he and he knew it and he I mean at the end again Hollywood finish yeah he put his hands down yeah, I said, mean Hollywood finish you know what he said to him I have no idea no, he he what was screen. he yelling at him I couldn't he tell said, from on TV anyway, if you could look if you read his lips same Al yeah he goes same, same Al, Al. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm awesome. saying he this guy has to address <laughs> everything he said now <laughs> and, you know it. yeah yeah you go. <laughs> that's the beauty of the fight game I'll never yeah. forget uh, Conor McGregor said this once and. Um, it was at the the New York press stop in Brooklyn for the Maymac tour, Mayweather fight. And he said something that always stuck with me and I thought it was very interesting. He's like, the beauty of the fight game is there's a date that way you have to answer for everything that you've been saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it doesn't matter. He goes, there's a date and you will have to answer for what you've said. You'll yeah. either win or you'll lose. Yeah, let's go back to pre-fight trash talk. Who backed up what they said and who didn't? Right. Mm -hmm. Who's sending who to the prelims? Yeah, right. And who's a stepping stone? And, and Kevin Lee honestly could be a prelim next time. Wouldn't that be funny? They sent him a message. <laughs> well, well here, here's the thing again about having the right people around you, the, the same people who let you say things like that and, and, uh, and allow you to dress the way you yeah. do and dance the <laughs> way man, you I, do. I, I, man, <laughs> I mean, I, I agree with Bisbing, man. I would have wanted to have killed him if he's coming in the ring like that, yeah. you know. But, uh, that was interesting. I thought we saw his dancing, but I'm like... I thought we saw really a, a real mature ally in Quinta. And I do believe he's really... mature. Yeah, yeah, I think he's really coming into his own. And look, man, he, he thanked Kevin Lee for a great fight after that. I never even heard him say that. I never heard him... 
thanks Sean Shelby and, and Hunter Campbell and some of the other guys. And he really means it. Like, he's not... He's not bullshit nobody. He really, really means it, you know. And I think the uh, fun, I'll give you a funny story. The first time I was so caught up in the whole fight and everything, but it's the first time I I told I never said nothing about the performance bone. I'm always telling him, You got it. There's no question <laughs> right. of mine. So I build him up, you know, every time. I thought he had it three or four <laughs> times and then he doesn't get it, and then he's wrecking the room. And I feel like I contributed to that somehow because I'm always Telling them, I'm telling you, you have to get it. You know, I don't know why. I still believe to this day some of those fights. I mean, if you look at his highlight reel, Incredible. he strings together some cool shit, man. So this time I don't say anything because I'm not even thinking about it. And he gets it. So I'm, I'm happy for him. And, you know, thank God it was the last Fox card. And he finally got his bonus. The last Fox card, the highest Fox card. And what a fight. You mentioned a highlight reel. I remember reading one of these feedbacks. Uh, feedbacks at MMAandBeyond.com. Serge writes in about shrinking. He said, Saw so many highlights from Iaquinta's fights as part of the preview to this fight. Ray Longo looks like a totally different person now. He's shrinking. It's inspiring. <laughs> Keep it up, Ray. Who is that? Serge. Serge, my man. Thank you very much. It's been <laughs> a long a... road, Serge. I hope I can keep it up because... Ate a lot of cheese curds and sausages over the weekend. I probably aren't going to agree with my gut too much. You didn't go gluten-free all weekend? Uh, no, no, but uh, somebody went gluten-free. Let's not even bring that up. Julie talked about the whole day, gluten-free pasta. I like the pasta. It's gluten-free, 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 gluten. I'm, holy crap. Right after the fight, you know what he says? We got to go back to Calderon's, man. They got the gluten-free pasta. I got his, you, you're fucking joking, no? <laughs> you, you guys had so he many... looks great though let me just be, before he, he attacks great. me for doing that he does look great man he really I mean maybe there is something behind this gluten free Mark he looks incredibly fit and you both Cut of out you bread and pasta you're gonna yeah. but thank you're you gonna Serge change things. I'm gonna go right back to it tomorrow both of you got so many uh, your your social media feeds were were highlights of everything you guys are doing so many people talking about uh what a great job you guys did in the corner and again sound bites yeah. anytime you two are together it's all about sound bites who said what from five give him five minutes of hell to yeah. to george george writes in and he writes ray and matter the dynamic duo of mma corners how do you pick who else is in the corner and do you ever disagree about tactics while uh, with each other uh that's a great question uh, i'll tell you exactly it's Always me and Matt in the corner, and then the guy can bring whoever he wants. And uh, I got to tell you, man, do I love me, Matt, and Al Jermaine Sterling? And when Aljo's fighting, I really love me, Matt, and Al. I think the combination is good. He got a fourth person, so he brought Dennis Bazooka, who's an up-and-coming guy. What an experience for him. And, you know, we also had Marab in the background, who was, his energy is just contagious. Taking endless video. Oh, man. We, we are all kept up to date with Marab. Yeah. Love it. I'm almost thinking he's Japanese at this point. You know? like, he's walking around with a Nikon camera on him. But um, La Monica, how dare you? <laughs> Say a word. It's, it's, yeah. it's, the, it's law MMA. Listen, it's if like I don't uh, yeah, if there's any nationalities I didn't insult by the end of this podcast, please remind me. I don't want nobody to go. I don't want nobody to feel bad. But uh, no, Marab is, he's, he's crazy he's with the camera, man. But I think he, he's such a great kid he's that he's experiencing he's appreciative all, yes. yeah and he's just like it's good to be alive and have a camera in my hand i'm well, just gonna film everything well what's cool it's almost like a, a childlike yes enthusiasm it, it really is. He where he's showing enthusiasm. you like look i'm at the hotel like he's showing you like he can't <laughs> yeah. believe it he, he oh. wants to show you it's it's just it's and another su guy's so happy for Al, yeah. and you could see it's like I can't. He's just great, this guy. I mean, I love having him around. I really do. But, but that's that's the, to answer your question. The uh, the guy fighting gets to pick whoever else he wants in, and there's always a good coordination. Uh, Aljo was calling for the head kick. He's not screaming it out. It's a very you know, it's me and Matt doing a scream, and Aljo will tell me and Matt, and and I I started calling for the head kick because Aljo sees it. He he he's got a great eye. He's a great instructor. Uh, he's got a really good fight IQ. I, I think he's a great coach, that kid. But um, and that's the way it works. And Dennis, you know, was there as you know moral support, and you know he didn't overstep his bounds. I give him an A plus, and 
you know, as long as you're not like screaming over us and you know it's going like berserk. You, as long as you don't notice them. Yeah, exactly. Right. You know, and and trust me, we're I'm asking Aljo. Aljo, do you see anything? And because you know he, him and Al really worked great for this camp. Aljo was phenomenal because when we weren't sparring hard, he'd uh, he'd move around with Aljo for like a half hour straight, no break, and Aljo could feed him anything Kevin Lee could do and. Uh, I, I tell you, Al's. I'll tell you one thing that was different in this camp. His awareness was off the frickin' charts. Uh, the cut kicks and the timing on crap with that I've never seen before. He's always been good, but this was consistent and it was exceptional. And uh, we seen it in the fight, and even in the fight, he carried it right in there. So we had a good, uh, you know. I mean, first off, shout out to Chris Me, uh, Chris Wade who uh, really helped out a lot, great energy, strong wrestler, gave out some really good rounds. Joey Colon for the stand-up is phenomenal. I mean, I mean, look at the, if you watch the pace Joey and Al go at, that was slow motion, that fight. You know what I mean? And <laughs> sure. that's what you need, you know what I mean? And, mm -hmm. um, you know, the guys at the uh, Sports Science Live, uh, John... Piazza and uh, Juan Delgado, just great guy. Everybody is so invested now because they, they, they. He's just a good kid, he's, man. You he, know what you I mean? Cheer and for him. You, you cheer. Want you want to win. cheer for him. He's quiet, and he's, uh, you know, he comes across. People think like he's crazy. He's really not crazy at all. I mean, he could be wacky at times, but he's not crazy. He's just a, he's a quiet kid, and like again, he has a great family. And uh, but you know, shout out to all those guys. I know, I know I'm missing somebody, but whatever. But who else was the? Uh, Oh man, I don't even know. But I know Chris Wade did a great job, and Joey Colon, Aljo. We had we had great. Uh, oh, Nick uh, Turdick was a Hofstra wrestler. He helped out a lot. Joe Booth. I mean, it, we we got some. You know what it is? It's it's like you know Matt always says, water seeks its own level. We just got good guys, man. If you meet these guys, you're gonna you just you like all of these guys instantly. And and you feel like something clicked in Al, like where. Again, watching him interview, watching him train, where he's saying, without without the the rage and Al aggression, he's just yeah. saying, "Hey, I'm I'm the guy," and yeah. he sincerely means it. There's something that he's he he's literally been in there with the best of the best, and who everyone's yeah. super I afraid mean, of, and know. there's no part of him that's afraid of it. I really think that he believes. He yeah. saw something that if I get a full training camp, I can beat yeah. who you guys think is. And the I'm best. gonna tell you another thing to take away from that. I, I I'm not I'm not sure of this, but I don't I don't even think Al cared if he won. He knew he fought to the best of his yeah. ability. Like one guy was looking to win, Al didn't give a fuck. I don't really believe he cared. He he fought his ass off, and that's it. It's almost like with the Masvidal. The why are you booing me? You know what I mean? I just put everything I had into it, and I think. Like he wasn't, like he wasn't looking to squeak out a victory somewhere. You know what I mean? He was just fighting his ass off, and that's what he cared about. I think the other guy, like again, he thought he won round one, two, and three, or whatever. He said, like that's such a fucking stretch that you shouldn't even want to win a fight like that. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. Like, Allen, give a fuck. He wasn't asking me what rounds he won, or you know, he just went in there. He did his best he could do, and. And again, the difference to me in, in, in this fight was, like, even the fight with Masvidal, controversial maybe, but Jorge Masvidal is a great fighter. Right. He really is. Oh, Masvidal, I would say he's walking through Kevin Lee. He's tough, man. He's really, really good. And whether the fight, who won the fight, I don't even give a fuck. I really don't. But Al fought him, and Al was pushing him back. And that guy's no joke, man. And then when he went in with Khabib, you know, again, I don't know why people weren't looking at that. Like, Khabib couldn't put him away, and he's put everybody away. He's beaten down some really good people. Like, you want to take that chance? I'm almost saying those body triangles, those body locks killed him. They killed Kevin Lee. You know what I mean? He squeezed his legs out, and he had nothing. He would get up from those encounters, and I would say, ow. Look how slow this guy is. I mean, you could see that shit coming a mile away. Well, well, that well, that's what Al said. Al said, he, again, seeing that thing, that thing that they sense with each other inside. And he said, "Hey, listen, you can train. You're strong. You look good. You got technique, but you're, you know, hitting his his heart. He's saying yeah. you're missing this, buddy. Yeah, I yeah, have right. this. This Khabib saw that he. That's has what I'm to saying. There's me. intangibles that I think people just overlooked." 
and they were talking about shit. Like, it doesn't come down to reach. It doesn't come down to, you know, strength all the time. Dude, It really, there are intangibles in there. That if you can't come to that conclusion from a couple of those fights, I, I don't know. I don't know. That's the, what the I'm The common denominator at. is Ally Aquinta. It wasn't that he exposed a, a weakness uh, in Khabib for others to expose. He saw a weakness Khabib has for Ally Aquinta, and 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 it's a uh, it's something that he's not sensing in the other guys he's fighting. He uh, Al dismissively says, you know, hey Connor, you know, you tap to uh, crank, you know, it, it just not even not even considering that something that he would ever do. Uh, they, I read uh, a feedback on on Hart. Um, uh, KD writes, uh, Iaquinta said that you can't train Hart, but seems that a lot of guys from your gym have it in excess. Can you train it? Uh, I think you can. You can. Um, I don't know if you could train it. But you can, I, I think if you have like a little bit of heart, you could really. You can maximize You can maximize it, you know what I mean? And if you don't have any heart, <laughs> I think that you can't do nothing with. But, you know, I would say a guy, because I would say with that, like a guy that, if, if that's in question, I would just make him really spar hard. And he's either going to quit or he is going to develop hard. He's going to develop something that's going to be construed as that or a mental toughness. And mm. you know, almost like what they do to you in the Navy SEALs, man. You know what sure. I mean? They they put you on that grinder and, you know, look at those guys. They they got to hit that bell. You know, what is that, man? You know what what it, what it takes to quit and hit that fucking bell? You know, but they break you, man. That's what they they're do. there for. So do those guys go in with mental toughness? Do they go in with hard or they develop hard or – but. I do believe there is a way to, uh, by really extreme training, to to um, accentuate. Well, it, it's for bringing sure. him through that, and that bell is it, it, the the psychological aspect of that bell. And I know other special ops offer something yeah. similar. It's the option to quit. Yeah, right. So so vital to this is the option to quit. The option to start thinking. Uh, okay, what do I do now? Yeah, when, right. When, and they want that. Yeah. They want you to have that option. They want to see if you'll take it. <laughs> yes, see exactly. if you'll take it. It is more for that. Yeah. Because they'd rather you take it there on that on that practice beach than than the real one. You know, those guys are told that I'm here to break you. I'm here so you don't make it out of this thing. So you know, you get a special mindset just from doing that. So I want to believe there's something there, but again, I'm not sure if you had it when you went in there. And it just accentuates, or you didn't have it, and somehow that you got it. So, and I think the team around you also makes a difference. So, you know, when you coach, sometimes I think they have the heart, but not necessarily the confidence, and they need to grow into that to make it melt. Yeah. And I think that good coaching does that. And I've seen you do that with other people. Yeah. You know, bring them to that level where, you know, at first it's transferred to you, and they're believing in you and Matt and whoever else is in the corner. Right. And then transferring it back to themselves and taking it to the next yeah. level. Yeah, I want to believe that 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 made a little bit of a difference because you never want to take out just a fucking warrior, so you can't ever, you know, this or that. But you know, I I know a couple of guys in 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 uh, Lee's corner, the nice guys, but he had some solid dudes around, man. I mean, Volante came out, Marab's there, Aljo's there, you had Bazooka okay. there, me, I mean. That was a solid group of guys. It has to give you some strength, I would think. You know, there's always, you know, it's better than being out there by yourself and you don't trust anybody. And, you know, I don't know. I don't know if if Kevin Lee had that. But, again, he seems like a couple of nice guys. But, you know, these guys are hanging together. I mean, it's it's a different vibe, man. I mean, it's kind of like you have to beat all of us, you know. Yeah. I think that's what, you know, like you're going in there and – whatever you know? well, it's a contagious factor to it as well mm-hmm. yeah you know, I if you watch so. if you're if you're part of that crew and you watch al against khabib oh every, you're every, gonna take that into your next fight as an inspiration i believe so i mean if you like, have that heart if you don't have the heart you're not marab was coming out of his skin he doesn't even have a fight he just wants to fight you know what i mean oh, like al sure. was like dude i just want to start training he's asking me the whole form <laughs> you know everybody wants to get in it's motivating as shit of course a performance like that is so contagious and it's just it has to you know permeate other people's lives especially and trainings a tight-knit and, group like that in the gym yeah 
where you have like the Volantes and Weidman. I mean, Weidman tweeting, you know, we got this. Yeah. It's it's always a, as as a, as that team mindset. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, and even crazy. you mentioned Chris Wade, who yeah. every time anything's happening, is there. And, and oh, it's, Wade it's, really came through, man. Yeah, man. He's, he, he's another great kid. Good dude. And, yeah, he's a good dude. And, uh, Volante, good yeah. dude. Like anytime you, you need anything, they're there. So they they work as like a as, as a team. So yeah, that's inspirational. I, yeah, I, I think it was uh was just a good vibe the whole week and weekend and. Uh, Doctor Sherry was there. Were you ready to throw punches? Oh, I was ready to throw punches. <laughs> Sherry was beating up people in the audience. <laughs> she was. <laughs> It was beating down the league, <laughs> attracting. So, so how does it work now? You know, everyone's saying about who we should fight next. How does it work as far as? Are you not involved in any of that? Like when when offers start coming in, or does is it happen that quickly? Mark, do you know how it works? Or it's you know they always say they don't like to make fights uh, that night. Uh, you know, Dane in the past has always said he usually sits down with guys on Tuesday to start figuring stuff out. Um, I think in Al's division, nothing's happening until, was I think January 29th is the Khabib hearing? Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. I think that's when it is. It's that, I, I think it's you. scheduled for and, January, and, so and, nothing's going to be. And I got to tell you, nothing's man, coming out that before that. division is, is stacked as an understatement. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you got 15 guys in a row that could probably win on any given night. I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy. Well, Barbosa looked good. Barbosa looked good. He had a good comeback fight. Ferguson's good. Dustin Poirier. I mean, Alvarez left, but he would have been another good guy in the mix. I mean, I don't even know. Kiesa. You got some really solid dudes out there, man. Mm -hmm. And Kevin Lee, look, the guy's 26. He's not going anywhere. And, again, I think that kid gets his mind set, like, it's just really analyzing because he, he is gifted athletically. That's great. And Al said he was strong. He goes, no, that guy was like, you know. A rare strong, strength. A rare strength, right. yeah. He compared him to a couple other people, but he said he was really, really strong. So he does have, you know, attributes and, and gifts that if he learns how to harness. But, again, I, I just think he's holding himself back somehow. I, the talking has to stop. That's the first thing. And just I would just concentrate on training and not even saying a fucking word. Just go out there and do what you got to do because he's got the gifts to do it. Yeah, got him this far. It'll you be know? interesting to see if this fight actually breaks him. You're going to find out exactly what he's made of from, from this fight. Because he's either going to come back, you know, better. Yeah, well, I'm going to tell you, it's going to depend on who they give him. You know what I mean? Because Barboza took two beatings, and I think they gave him the right guy, and it, it, it worked out good. They give Barboza another wrestler, man, that's going to be a disaster. They give him Dan Hooker, who's, who's way tough too tough yeah. for yeah. his own good. Right. God, that fight. When do you stop that fight? I, you know, it's always hard because and I was I, in I, the audience and not sitting ringside, so I always hesitate. But to me, it looked like it should have stopped at the end of the second. Um, yeah, he I sat know. on the ground, and then his corner had to help him stand up. So yeah, that's been back. And he kick had already was fucking yeah. brutal. <laughs> that brutal. You just see him looking up. I mean, he's he can kick this kid, man. Yeah, but I mean, he put a he put like a dent in his head and his ribs. Yeah. It was nuts. I mean, that's that's a tough kid that went down. Yeah, you know, Rob Fonpeets, uh, Sergio Pettis, unanimous decision. Charles Oliveira defeats Jim Miller, submission. Um, did did uh, what was the oh, see Jared Flash Gordon get yeah. knocked out? Stay stay standing up, man. Yeah, when no, you're man what, that a what a tough, tough man. dude he is, man. He was winning that fight that too. And, tough, yeah. You no, know, I got to meet him for the first time. Get caught. Um, I didn't realize he grew up in the in my neighborhood. Did yeah. he really? Is that weird? Kid. Yeah. So how'd you do? You knew that. I know That's everything. That's what you do. No, you know I don't know anything. I'm but training I know kid. some things. I'm training a guy, Charles Wig. Not training. He was helping me out. Charles Wig, who really has been in the gym forever. He's a great kid. And he's like, yeah, I'm excited for Al, but I'm excited for my buddy fighting, too. I go, who the hell's your buddy? He goes, a guy I went to high school with. I go, who? He goes, Jared Gordon. I go, Jared Gordon went to Wheatley? He goes, yeah. I, I, I just, I don't, I'm, I've heard his name, but I've never, I figured I would know anybody like from Long Island, sure. nonetheless, the town, you know, Wheatley, like is Wheatley and right. East Williston, Williston right. Park, the same shit. Um, so when I saw Jared, and then Duke had told, he's trained with Duke Rufus. Last time I had saw Duke, he told me a story about how Jared ran into a, 
you know, a guy used to train Mike Ryan. So I'm like, how is Jared Gordon? <laughs> right now, so I had to go through this whole thing with him because I was fascinated. And uh, what a great guy, man. What a nice guy. And I was like, well, I'm just blown away. But, yeah, he's, he lived in Roslyn, went to East Williston. And I think after 9-11, they hit the family business had some financial trouble. So they said they moved back to Astoria. He's got a crazy story, this kid. But it's a crazy but what story. But a, what a good – that just seems like a straight shooter, that kid, man. Yeah, he's uh... – He's one day at a time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, he's well. and he's upfront and honest with them. No, so, no, he's uh, that's what I'm so, saying. You know, he shoots get, from the hip. Yeah, what fight of the night, right? Yeah, that's what him. People, I he, saw on Twitter. People he got saying, caught in that submission. Yeah. Aljo caught what's his name in, and he ripped his hamstring pretty bad. So yeah, hamstring, and I think he said his LCL probably. But uh, people were talking on Twitter saying, "Oh, look at this guy. He's knocked out and standing up." And I'm like, "That's." Maybe top ten worst things that, that that he's had to deal with in his in his life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, <laughs> maybe <laughs> top ten. I, I I saw him tweet after, so he he seemed alright. Like, yeah. No, he was I walking caught, a little yeah. bit. He was limping, you know. I mean, I've seen uh, we had a kid rip his hamstring off his uh, ass bone, right or whatever, mm-hmm. oh. which was brutal. You know. Is that the medical term? Official <laughs> medical term? Yeah, that's the official that's medical exactly term. That's exactly what it says. Yeah. I thought you were going to say that's rectum. I was going to say rectum. <laughs> Almost fucking killed him. <laughs> the hell's the matter with you? <laughs> I didn't want to set you up too good. <laughs> Can't you feed me those layups? I didn't want to telegraph my shots. I'm sorry. Manimal would have fed me that layup. Manimal brought you coffee in it. Oh, no, Munchkin box. Sweet and low, whatever it was. Manimal just didn't bring coffee. He brought the box of Joe and coffee. Five people, yeah. <laughs> listen, Longo, I, I, uh, Steve's still I've drinking se- that coffee. Listen, from I've seen week. you drink liquids before. I, there's no way you made it through that whole show without going to the bathroom four times. <laughs> there's no way. No one believes it. Yeah. I want to see. I want the you've full video. Me, I want to see the You've seen me video. at my absolute worst. <laughs> I was going to the bathroom one time. We were in Vegas after every question. I every go, question. I go, I'm not even joking. Not even joking. Eight times. It was eight times. I don't even think I got to a fifth question. I'm like, I'm done. I'm done. We got enough. We'll just make his part in the piece a little smaller. <laughs> oh, man. Great weekend of fights in general. Bellator had one salute to troops event in which uh, Hobson Gracie won his debut MMA fight. He won by um, a submission. Uh, they did a, a good uh, salute to troops in Hawaii, and then they did uh, Bellator two thirteen, and uh, on Saturday night, also after. It started after the yeah, UFC. And that was Fox. good. Two thir- I'm going to home watch it tonight. It was great. Neiman Gracie uh, tapped uh, Ed Ruth. Man, I tell you, that's a big win. Looks like man. he's going to fight Rory McDonald, uh, the, the Rory McDonald John Finch for the for the title next. I'm going to go home and watch that. I'm very excited. Yeah, it was it was really impressive to see um, him weather the early storms and and hold his own in in, in uh, kickboxing. You know, he works with uh, with uh, with those uh, the guys at uh, Henzo's um, with Johnny and and, and them there. Oh, and he, nice. Yeah. And, and they were, uh, he looked really sharp. He looked really sharp with leg kicks. Ed Ruth said he was really surprised about the leg kicks. Um, Neiman said, yeah, we did, we did our, we did our homework and we saw he doesn't really check leg kicks. So, uh, let's bring some leg kicks. <laughs> Eventually caught him in a, um, rear naked choke. Wow. Again, having Neiman Gracie on your back, not, not a fantastic feeling. Oh, that's great. Yeah, no, it was good. It it was uh, it was really uh, it was a good a good setup that Bellator is doing. They're really showing up. They're yeah, really yeah. showing up and 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 offering that uh, not obviously the same level of UFC, but the the advertising, the 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 fights themselves, the caliber of the fights are getting really really good, and they're you're you're getting some good storylines there and. Nice. I think 2019 is going to be, especially seeing the UFC transition to ESPN, it's going to be interesting to see how, how it all shapes up. And that's another interesting, the end of the year, Fox era, seven years like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, any thoughts on that, Mark? The end of an era. You know, to a, a, a much bigger profile network. Yeah, definitely. Who's got the... They've got their platforms all in order, those guys. Wow. So you're, I mean, you think so you're this is optimistic. A huge move. For... Yeah, this is an optimistic move. It's not going to hurt them, yeah. in my opinion. I mean, you'll have some 
you know, there'd be some confusion with, is it on ESPN? Is it on ESPN Plus? Where am I going to find the fights? But you had that exact same confusion when Fox started because they would put stuff on Here's FX, the difference for me, though. They had think, FS1 yeah, FXX, and you're like, yeah. Well, they've still done that, but I think at the time, the time they on. did that, it was a more solid base. Now, at this stage of the game, with ratings kind of shrinking a little bit to, to start making people, I don't think you want to give anybody any reason to bitch about anything at this point. It's, it's ESPN. You ever watch ESPN? No. There's about 86 million people in the country oh, wow. who do. So, oh, so it is a big, way bigger platform. That's no, great. A, they're right. a monster. And, and I'm excited. And they're, they're, they're a monolith in sports. Right. They really are. Um, and why don't you think they were in the running seven years ago? They may have been. They may not have just wanted to pay them money. They since went to, you know, when John Skipper was their president is when they started to go real big into live broadcast rights. Oh, which so is, Skipper was the president of ESPN. Yes. And now he's with the zone. Now he's with the zone. Wow. Yeah. Uh, he left ESPN. He resigned there. End of twenty sometime around twenty seventeen, I think it was. End of twenty seventeen, maybe early eighteen. I don't remember the exact time. But um they they're all about broad you know, if you're a sports if you're a sports network now, you gotta have live live games. Wow. That's what keeps sure. you going. I mean, that's why why is the zone Kellen you know, and I watch the zone. I watch Bellator right? and Canelo. Yeah, yeah, destroy that. Dude. It's what they have. What can they offer you live? So you got Canelo, you've got the Bellator fights, you've got other boxing coming, and, and uh, you know, and other events. So ESPN's got, you know, they've got what thirty-seven different channels, the Ocho and all that stuff. Oh wow! But um, you know, if you look at Fox, you know, Fox has got college football. So that's gonna that bumped a lot of UFC cards. I mean, ESPN's got just as much college football. So it's you see like, oh, why they fight on a Sunday? Right. Because Alabama's playing Auburn on fa- on, yeah, yeah, wow. on ESPN or, or Channel Seven, whatever. You're not, you know, MMA is not beating college football in wow. ratings. They but just, what about when not. like baseball is on? So and baseball goes baseball forever. Well, that's a Sunday night baseball game on ESPN. Mm-hmm. Maybe a Wednesday. So that's not going to interfere on Saturdays. It's going to be well, college it's definitely going to be, be interesting to see what happens. It'd be an interesting. It's a, it's an interesting end of the year to see uh, ESP uh, Fox go and to watch Ray Longo head over to Japan. Oh man, Ufa! Going to Japan, you got <laughs> Okasaki. He's fighting in the Ryzen uh, fourteen. Yeah, takes place would, on uh, New Year's Eve. I hope Sasaki was inspired by Al's performance. Oh, I, you. You can't not be. Everyone who's in that gym sees how hard Al works and how quietly at times he works. Is that the Mayweather card? Yeah. Yeah. That fight's going to happen? They're saying it's, it's going to happen. happen. It's What's still it? being advertised. I don't know. It's just a few rounds, isn't it? A few rounds that don't really count? Yeah, it's like an exhibition. Yeah. yeah. It's 15 days. I'm saying Mayweather doesn't get in that ring until that check is cleared. Wow. <laughs> Speaking of check clearing, isn't the uh, that million dollar league isn't that ending soon? Yeah, PFL. How's that looking? There's six guys fighting each for a million bucks. You mentioned Chris Wade before. He's the the alternate. Oh, is he the alternate? He's the first alternate at lightweight, and uh, Andre Harrison at Freeport. Wow. He's the first uh, alternate at featherweight, which is interesting because I was talking to a PFL guy, and if you miss weight by a Tenth of a pound, you're out of the fight, and the backup, the alternate comes in. Wow, wow! So it's which is interesting because you know, in a normal fight, you miss weight. Okay, you can't win the title, right? Right. So now, and you can't win them. If you win that fight, you're not the champ. Wow. And now this is PFL and their inaugural thing. It's all about the million dollar thing. You you're not the champ. It's not happening. You're out. So you're miss it by a tenth. And what are the and odds? Fighting. What are the odds <laughs> those checks are clearing? They've cleared so far. They've cleared so far. They've cleared so far. Everybody, people who I've spoken to have said, yeah, they're they're happy. Mm -hmm. Wow. They're happy. They've said it's the most money they made in a year fighting. If they made made it to the the postseason. So they're getting paid. All right. Let's see what happens. Million dollar checks, I don't know about, but the smaller, the five-digit checks, those are all clearing. They're clearing Ray Longo. They got. They got I'm saying by January, by January fifteenth, those guys still won't have <laughs> cleared checks. Is that, is that fair? Uh, they'll clear by January fifteenth. Yeah. All right. 
If they, assuming they deposit it before the fifteenth. I think if you got a million dollar I, check, a, you're not throwing it in a the million, drawer and waiting for a couple of. They got a million Prussian francs. <laughs> the question is going to oh, be. Oh, you thought you meant we meant U.S. Yeah. dollars. I think the question becomes sustainability. Yeah. How much of a number can you generate that is going to bring your advertisers in and makes it interesting? Well, it would be great for them to have some sort of deal for for them to land in one of these uh, like the zone type. Yeah, well, the question is: Does Bellator have the exclusive on MMA? I don't know that no, answer. Definitely not, because they, they got combati. Yeah, they combatis that too. Yeah. yeah, they have a whole section um, of it. Uh, Al Jermaine Sterling, big announcement. Big tough fight, fight for Aljo, man. That's Jimmy another Rivera, tough fight. Great fight. Great He's been fight. asking for that fight for a long yeah. time. He, those, guys really been, those guys have been barking at each other for about <laughs> ten have. years now. Great since opportunity they were, since they were on the local circuit. But uh, I don't think there's a better time for each of them to fight each other because. They're both where they want to be, and uh, you know, it's a big fight for both of them. And so, Al Jermaine's another guy that you really just you want to see him succeed. You want to see him show, you know, show what he does in the gym. You want to see him do that and and, and succeed because he's got so much to offer. Uh, MMA, he's, he's a great example of 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 working really hard getting there learning adjusting and 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 that championship mindset so good luck for to Aljamain Sterling super, where where is that that's the ESPN debut that's the ESPN debut Phoenix Arizona yeah that's the one that's going to be on the on the we're going to come all the way from I mean. Tacoma <laughs> maybe Philadelphia Atlantic LA yeah. I'm not sure but I got uh, a question for you Ray and, 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 and Steve mentioned it before somehow uh, I feel like I'm being set no, up no 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 this is a real question no because you know he Steve told mentioned. me you know what the first thing he said to me after the fight he says I'm surprised uh, Kevin Kevin's uncle Spike wasn't in the audience I'm like come on man can <laughs> oh, you stop God. can you stop God, do you want me to read the text <laughs> do you want me to read your text out loud I'll do it I screenshot it and save him Put it all over the let's, place. Let's, <laughs> let's settle down, right? No, but, but a real question about Aljo and, and something that you know Steve brought up. You, know, you want to see him show everything he can, You know everything you see in the gym. Do, and you hear fighters say that a lot. They're like, oh, I didn't get a chance to show everything. Is that really important to them or is it just get the win? You know, like you want no, to go. I think like, getting the win is right? very important, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you get the win, but if you come in like, oh, I want to show that I've been working this, 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 and but this. Normally, but... they say that after a win. They don't really right. say that after a loss, right? So you know? I was just so curious. I think like... they're they're feeling good, and they you know they know they look. We we were laughing today. I went out to breakfast with Alan. He was like, there were a couple of different kicks that you know because he did basically everything he was working on. Even that spin elbow. He said that spin he, elbow. He, he yeah. said he came up with that. During the week, you know, with Aljo, you everybody's know I mean? training that this week. Yeah, right. Everyone's <laughs> training that this week. That um, could have. That was a fraction of an inch away from ending the but fight. But he's, right there. you know, he didn't say. But there were a couple other kicks that he was doing every sparring session, and we were laughing because they were. It was pretty funny, but uh, yeah, he didn't do them. So you know, like we said, I go. I think he did just about everything, and then we said, well, you didn't do that. You didn't do that. You know, mm -hmm. but so I think it's more like that is that you work on certain things and. They don't present themselves, and that's always a, to me. It's always a good sign. That means you're not forcing anything. You know, if it would have presented itself, and you know, gives you the opportunity to do it, fine. If it doesn't, you stick with what's working. But I think I think that's that's a good statement. You know, these guys work on it. Look, it's MMA. It's not just boxing. It's there's so many different things to work on. So. You know, look, you might not have to, the guy might never shoot on you, don't work your takedown defense then, but mm -hmm. you might have been working on your takedown defense, but you didn't get to show it because you didn't have the, a cooperative dance partner. So I think it's kind of like that too. The guy didn't feed you the right energy, so you didn't get to do it, but I would love to have shown you what I've been working on because I was questioned in the past and do I have this, do I have that, you know, so I think it's more like that. The spinning back fist was nice. Yeah, no, spinning back elbow. Yeah. Back elbow. Yeah. As his coach, it must feel amazing to have him at at this level to get this kind of attention. Yeah, look, I mean, I've I've grown really to love, love this guy. So yeah, it feels good. I was emotionally kind of banged up for this. Was to me was was a championship fight. That's sure. that's kind of the ambiance it took. All you know what I mean. So I don't know. I just wanted everything to go right, and I'm glad it did. Knock on wood. Was it was it was there any time in those two years that he, 
it didn't. You weren't sure if he was hundred percent. I think was that, that was, was that, that was heartbreaking. I mean, to know yeah, that he that had this potentiality. Yeah, that's look. We always knew he had the potential, and then when he started having you know the knee problems, which led to some other problems, and you know, it, it even there were look there were a couple of times in this camp where he we he'd come into hit and after a round go I'm done, my back's killing me and it was it was tough man, and I'm still saying he had a great camp but. It wasn't like it was flawless. I mean, he had to go home and rest, and, you know, Sherry was working on him. He'd go to Staten Island, get worked on, and, you know, he. I think he just had good people around him, and he switched up a couple of things, and by the last three or four weeks, I think we were in sync with how he was resting and what he was doing because Al is a, you know, he's a mad hatter. He wants to go. Not, if he's not training like 10 hours a day, he thinks he's out of shape. <laughs> you know, so that was really the challenge was to go, well, I do, first off, we're having a great camp. You went five rounds with a with a killer training for a three-round camp. That's got to tell you something. Like, I just kept going back to that. Like, naturally, because you enjoy fighting so much, your cardio is really not in question. You know, it's not like you're stressing out and you needed the extra work. But we really were training five rounds this time, so... You can't think you're out of shape, you know what I mean? But that's the, that, look, that's what that's, that's what motivates him. That's what he does. Him. So, but I don't want him to get too crazy with it. But I thought we made some nice adjustments, and when he was on those 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 training sessions were freaking awesome. The sparring was phenomenal. The pad work was phenomenal. The drilling was phenomenal, and his jujitsu. You know, Matt would call me and go, dude, he's really getting good. Matt was totally confident he would defend. You know, look, Kevin Lee had one way of winning that fight. I think he thought he was going to go in there, get Al down, take his take back, and back choke and him out. Over, yeah. And when that didn't happen, I don't think he had a plan B. You know? I mean. He fought Southpaw a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I don't a think lot. he evolved. Like, like again, like, same. I think it was almost projection. It was actually the same Kevin Lee. You know, <laughs> and a different L, you know what I mean? Like, I, like where did he, I, I, I'm telling you, when I looked at people analyzing the fight, like, and how big of an underdog was, I'm going to say for the first time, I was fucking confused. I was like, man, am I, <laughs> what am I not like, seeing? Yeah, what am I not seeing? Cause you had I'm the like, opposite Munkin's mom effect. Yeah, yeah, right. I was like, they were starting to, they were starting to get to me. I'm like, I don't get what the hell they're looking at. Like, I think, but what were they basing him being different on? He literally did the same shit. That he you know, was his, saying. His, yeah. his striking didn't evolve. I don't think he did. He throw a combination. Uh, did, was there any head movement? Was he did he make thrown. Al miss it all? Like a couple of times, you mean Al made him miss bigger. But I mean, the awareness and I, like, where was the evolution? You got stronger. You know, I didn't. I didn't see it. You know, but people were. I, even the people that were guys saying his reach was like seven inches long, I'm like, dude, I don't, I, I, I'm not seeing, oh, I'm not even seeing that. And I don't even know, like, what are we even buying into the reach thing? A lot of times that doesn't make any sense either. You know, how they do the reach and that doesn't always, it's not like he was six foot three. That's a guy with a reach advantage. You know what I mean? He's leaning he back. He evolved in his, in his, in his talking. He, he, he's, yeah, he's, he's saying it and a lot of the media and a lot of the people around them, if if they're weak minded, it's just really nothing more than parrots. So they're just right, right. I think that's it. what and, maybe that was it. Too. And so the, that's what evolved is his his talking game evolved a lot. But he wasn't throwing combos. He did, he wasn't secure enough in his game plan that he what he he did keep switching from orthodox to southpaw, and he wasn't sure what to do. And I think you're right. I think he he number one forgot that same old Al beat you last time. Right. And and beat you psychologically, not just physically. And when he when he got him that first time, and he thought he had him, and and Al was really just resting there. Yeah. Uh, See, I, and I'm, when I'm he gonna, turned up, and I'm going to say up, I think the first fight was closer than this fight. It, it, this, I, I, I mean, didn't feel this, this fight was close. I really don't. I mean, it might have been a one round thing on the cards, but I'm saying the aggregate total damage was not close. No, not at all. And, and I'm going to ask this last question, but I would like to point out to our production team that there's no way this this you guys are paying attention to this because this person's name is V Gina. Well, you got to be kidding! Are me. you guys kidding me? Like, come on! Come on! I'm, I'm, I think it's Gina. V Gina. Either way, 
Either way, and what, and come what, on. Who is this? What's the second Jingle question? Pianus. <laughs> <laughs> come on, Chris, the producer. Okay. You got a you got a so, screen this now. So, Vegina and Penis. <laughs> Vegina Lamonica's well, like, you know what, man? Newsday's gonna fucking fire me now. I knew I shouldn't have came down. He convinced me to come down tonight. I should have stayed home. Just be clear as to the things I've said versus the things I've heard. Vegina wants to know. She writes. Well, I assume it's a she writes. Quick, best Christmas movie. We'll start with you, Mark Lamonica. Oh boy! Wow. Do I have to? I'm, I'm not going to go quick here. Yeah, right. I'm going to take my time and think about this All one right. for a moment. Okay. Um, give uh, the Gina her, her, her uh, 15 minutes here. Yeah. Um, I mean, everyone's going to see their Christmas story or uh, it's a wonderful life, right? Oh, that's your favorite. <laughs> no, I'm going. I don't know. I'm going. Uh, I know if it was my. I think I, I tell you right If it now, was I'm my kids, say, it would definitely be Elf because they must have watched that a hundred times. You know, right yeah. now, I'm going to say it's the animated Mariah Carey "All I Want for Christmas" because my kids love it and they can watch it on their iPad and they're quiet for an hour and a half. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> your favorite for go, the hour and a half. I'm going to go <laughs> way, way back. Way back, but my favorite is going to be March of the Wooden Soldiers with Laurel and Hardy. I thought that was always a classic. Wow. And, I mean, that to me was just a solid call, spelled. Grandma used to watch it every year. I mean, come on, man. Yep. You have to watch that. I would ask, I'll throw this one out there. Is the Yule Log a Christmas movie? Because <laughs> that's number one on my list right there. That's 24 hours of nothing but Christmasness. That, that Yule Log was... Oh, look at this. Look at Chris. When... This is a producer. Look at him. Look at him. Chris, who does production. Oh, my God. <laughs> Chris, who does production, went to the high-scoring Giants game today. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Sat out there in the rain. In the rain. At least they scored a lot for you guys. Yeah. So that was, <laughs> that was worth the, yeah, the drive and the, win <laughs> and the winter. Come on. This was a classic. Doc, what's your movie? Uh, at the risk of sounding You're like going It's a Wonderful Life? I like It's a Wonderful Life. Uh, wow. Well, she's going that yeah. way. It's a Wonderful know. Life trivia. <laughs> <laughs> what famous characters got that? What what famous child characters got their names from It's a Wonderful Life? The Policeman. Bert and Ernie. Wow. Oh, wow. Bert and Ernie got their names. Uh, Sesame Street's Bert and Ernie got from uh, yeah. Sesame Street, which is now on HBO. Yeah, Sesame Street, which now you have to download that app. That costs ten dollars a month. <laughs> right, right. If you want to watch Bert and Ernie. <laughs> <laughs> um yes. Does nobody like the Chevy Chase's National Lampoon's Christmas va Christmas vacation? Ooh. That's enough that's that's because I'm going with that as the go to. Wow, that's a, that's pretty good. Let me ask this question. All these movies that we've Are you said, asking us or uh, Vagina? Well, I, I, I don't think, uh, I don't know that uh, Ms. Gina she is on the mic in. right now. But yeah. for those of us who have thrown out our movies here, when was the last time you guys actually watched a Christmas movie when it was on TV? Oh, like when it's on, like at a particular time? Yeah, but just in general, you sit down and go, I'm going to watch a Christmas movie. When was the last time we did that? I don't know. We do it every year. It's a family every, tradition. Every year, I'll watch this My one My kids try to get me Christmas to watch vacation. Elf. They're that watching that every year. <laughs> seven. This is awesome. Uncle Eddie steals the show. Always. His cousin over there. Look at him. Look at him in the back. <laughs> Look at him. Look at him. Look at him. Look at him. Look It's good just, stuff. It, it's yeah. it's it's good holiday stuff. There, you know, it's it's funny how when it when it comes to those type of movies, you you'll remember the Yule log, or you'll remember you know watching it when you were seven or something like that, where you get that that kind of uh, spirit of the holidays. But for me, it's it's a uh, comedy. Comedy rules, man. Yeah, if you can if you can make it, you talking Laurel and Hardy. Yeah. I mean, if if you, you can go back to the clear, you know, a movie I never saw. I never saw. It's a Wonderful Life. Believe it or not, but I do want to You're watch. You're too busy it. watching March of the Wooden Soldier. Yeah, right. <laughs> Guys whacking those peewees, hitting everybody in the head. Come on. You haven't seen that movie? Go out. It's a classic comedy movie. 
March of the Wooden Soldiers. Folks, you want to ch- check out uh, Mark LaMonica? You writing? Uh, is, do you write uh, any particular days that you'll be reporting on this, or is it is it anything that you do? You have a schedule for it? I wish. That's whenever Longo calls me back, that's my schedule. Uh, no, we got this something up on the Iquint to find out. We'll have some of stuff Of course, up this Mark, Mark Lamonica is the deputy sports editor of MMA, writer for Newsday Sports. You check him out at Lamonica Mark uh, on uh, Twitter. And of course, uh, Ray is Ray Longo MMA. Uh, you can catch him also on the Anik and Florian podcast. Did, did, did Florian give you proper hair? Hair. Uh, 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 advice advice while you were no why well, i tell you why well, i can't they, get a, they hammer i cannot you even get hell, a haircut man. they you know, hammer you for i can't even hair. get it my hair's growing like stinkweed something's wrong <laughs> here i gotta tell you about but i don't know john anik did a great job the Anik's the and best, everything. Man, what a good dude. so did he were... uh did he because he's a he's a gambling man did he make money with with i, I didn't i did not ask him I did not ask him. I will not ask him. Uh, I'll tell you who made money. A lot of people at the gym, including myself. It was good. I mean, you know what it is? It was, it was that type of thing where, you know what, I said to him, I, I, like, the times I bet is, like, if this guy loses, man, because I know I was, I really put a lot of time in, like, I want to lose. If he loses, I want to lose. I want to feel something, wow. you know? Yeah. So, I mean, for me, I bet kind of big. But there were guys that bet a lot more money than me. But I really just felt like he had a great camp, and you know, even if I, he just it was, it was great, man. It was great, and won a couple extra shekels. Never hurts, right around the holidays. Right around the holidays, I was singing around the Yule log, Mark. When you're heading yeah. to Japan, yeah, heading to <laughs> Japan, <laughs> Japan to see that. Doctor Sherry, where could they find you? We're at Breaking It Down. You can find us on Facebook, Facebook and iTunes. iTunes. On the iTunes. Oh, iTunes. Big stuff. Killing it. I'm Steve Maraboli. One word. Also, don't forget, if you want to check out our sponsor on it, if you're, uh, if part of your New Year's resolution is to exercise, lose weight, eat healthy, all that stuff, check out onit.com slash MMA Beyond. And anything you get, you get a 10%, uh, at least a 10% discount. And if you're already an Onnit member, then uh, just type in our promo code MMA Beyond to get an extra 10% off. Folks, thank you so much for listening. Make sure you share. Give us five-star rating. Tell everyone about MMA and Beyond. We'll be up uh, usually late Sunday night, but we are definitely the the Monday morning uh, podcast. Let me tell you something. You know why? Because we got the best goddamn producer in the we business. We do. That's why. Chris, who does production. Yeah. That thing will be well, up. I like to wear the palm hat today. Oh, shoot. Oh, shit. You know that that's that's yeah, they didn't rip me apart. I wonder why. <laughs> the pom-pom hat. I was here to defend I, you, Chris. I, 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 I was I think here we to defend a, you, support I think, the pom. I think we did enough damage to your reputation tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Just your very presence of being here destroyed yourself. <laughs> the pom-pom hat. It is not an MMA Beyond pom-pom hat, so that stays... There are as many MMA Beyond pom-pom hats as there were Giants touchdowns today. Ooh. Ooh, ouch. It is a Paw Patrol pom-pom hat. It is. It is a Paw Patrol pom. Um, MMA Beyond, folks. We'll catch you next time.